Think the NAR lawsuit regarding buyer agent commission spells doomsday for your real estate career? Buckle up because it's not doomsday, it's game day. Let's go. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy Kane. What's up, guys? Jeremy Kane, the Real Estate Agent Playbook here, bringing you one of the most important videos that I've ever recorded. Just coming to you as a fellow real estate agent who's in the fight with you and want to discuss this give my ideas around what I'm going to do with my business and dive in. If you like what you hear at any time, throw me a thumbs up. I would love to have you back um, as this kind of unfolds and the, our careers may be affected or may not be depending on how it goes. Um, but let's really come together as community here. I'd love the engagement. Throw me some comments and let's talk about this. And if you're doing something that I'm not mentioning that you want to share with the community, let's go. Right. We want to share. We want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to not only advance ourselves and our careers, but the real estate agent community as a whole. So let's roll. So obviously, there's been all kinds of things said in the media and everything that's been going on this week since last week or two weeks ago. Decision came down. Obviously, we've had additional lawsuits filed. And now there's all kinds of ideas out there. Uh, the biggest one I've heard is that buyer's agents will go away. There's no way for them ever to be legally paid again, and they're just going to vanish. All the way to, well, this decision means that we went from a required minimum of $1 of a buyer co-op to be listed in the MLS to a required minimum of $0. Uh, so obviously, there's a lot of that. I would imagine the, the impact will fall somewhere between those two things, but as we kind of break this down, understand that everyone's opinions are out there. There will be years and years of appeals, and hopefully we come to some sort of solution without bankrupting all of our you know, boards and all of our companies and brokerages, but we'll see how that plays out. At the end of the day, us as real estate agents and realtors have made an oath to our community to serve them, serve the consumer, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, regardless of if, you know, that oath is no longer available within the National Association of Realtors or whatever happens there. But my job is to serve the community, serve my clients. And since I'm in this space, I'm going to serve the agent community as well. So that's that's kind of the next phase of where I'm going with this. So first things first, avoid panic. Understand that in the 90s, we went from real estate agents holding all the keys, holding the book of all the listings that got delivered to the office on Monday. And if there was five houses listed in Lockwood or Broadmoor or a certain neighborhood, the agent was the only one that know, knew. All of a sudden we had the internet and DOS and all the things. MLS got put on computers and then the internet. And then we have all of these sites where now the consumer can access. So understand that at that point, Real estate agents felt like, oh, I lost all the secrets. I'm, I don't hold the secrets anymore. I'm worthless. Or did they actually go out there, adapt, use the internet as a tool and absolutely explode their business? And so I think that's an important point in our industry's history to really consider and look back on. We will adapt. Things will get better. 
in the end, did the internet make the real estate agent industry better? I would say yes. So in the end, this commission and maybe finally having answers of who should pay this buyer's agent commission will come to fruition, probably not in the immediacy, but as for now, that's you know kind of the mindset I'm gonna have. So don't panic, don't freak out, don't shift your entire business to listings because I know you are already trying to do that anyways. And so if you know, if you completely take the focus off the buyers and all of the stuff and marketing and things you've built because you don't think buyers agents will ever get paid a commission again by anyone else besides the buyer who doesn't have money, that is a panic move and it's probably not the right one. So what can you do? First and foremost, we need to prepare and that starts with our education and our skill set. So as an agent, we need to be dialing in our skill sets and talking to the client. No matter what state you're in, no matter what anything is, you are still under the Sherman Antitrust Act that all commissions are 100% negotiable. There's no minimum, there's no maximum. So the better you are at that skill and talking and proposing your value, which we'll talk about in a second, you, the more you can get paid. The beauty about this real estate industry is there is no ceiling and there is no floor. You as an agent, as an independent contractor, have the ability to go out and absolutely crush it or absolutely suck. So dial in your education, your scripts, what you're saying. And scripts is kind of, I hate that word because it's like, oh, this is a script and I'm going to trick. No, just understand the contracts. Just understand how to have that conversation, right? As of right now, we have a commission structure that is 100% negotiable, as it was 10 years ago, as it was the day before the lawsuit, the day of the lawsuit, and every day since, and every day into the future until they take down the Anti-Sherman Trust Act, which I don't think is happening anytime soon. So if we have a negotiation opportunity, just as we talk to our clients about the negotiation opportunity involved with an inspection and appraisal and you know going under contract, it is a negotiation opportunity at the front end. Now, what's going to be interesting is if we're signing a buyer's agency with our client, we have to have a conversation and say, look, there will be all kinds of options you know, offered due to this lawsuit. The commission offered to a buyer could be zero. It could be 5%. It could be anything in between or anything over 5% because they're 100% negotiable. This is what my value is, ABCD. We'll talk about that again, like I said, but this is what I charge for those services, okay? There's nothing that says we cannot charge what we want to charge. We just have to understand that the listing agent can no longer require the seller to pay $1 or a million dollars or any set number. So we have to have that conversation with the buyers and say, look, we're gonna. this is my process. Okay, this is how much I pay for my services. If you find a home that pays less than this, great. If you find a home that pays more than this, great. We will work it out then or make sure you have that dialed out so that everyone's in agreement so that they feel that they're getting it done and we move forward. And so having that conversation early on. Now let's flip the script on the seller side. Hey, Mr. Seller, you have the opportunity to pay a buyer's agent a co-op for coming to the deal. And we don't need to break it down if the brokerage is paying or the listing brokerage, whatever. Our side of the transaction has the option to, in addition to what you 
pay me or a portion of what you pay me can be offered as a co-op fee to bring a buyer's agent to the sh to the deal. What's that mean? Well, buyer's agents have access to buyers. We need buyers in order to sell your home for the most possible dollar, right? If we have one offer, your home's going to sell for less than if we have 10. If there's 10 agents out there that have a buyer that fits your needs, come to the table with an offer, then great. Do we want to offer a commission? There may be more agents out there or more contracts or offers out there if we offer a co-op. If not, that's okay. What do you want to do? 100% negotiable. Boom, put it out there and go. This does not mean that you don't you have to charge anything different than you charge for your services on that side. So it just needs to be the conversation. It just needs to happen. And once we have that and the boring stuff and the conversations out of the way, then we can move forward with, you know, what we're going to do here. It just has to be more transparent than most of us have been. Okay. I will tell you that Colorado's contracts are very well laid out. And so these conversations have happened, you know, across the board with all of my clients for my entire career. They've always had these things really laid out. I understand that other places are not like that. And I also understand agents sometimes don't, you know, go through the entire contract. If it was me, I would go through those contracts and especially those key clauses, not only about commission, the key clauses about disclosures, the clauses about everything. So it all comes back to your education around your craft as a real estate agent and a realtor in our industry. So now we need to adapt. We need to build a value stack. We need to get very good and clean about telling exactly what we do, right? And when does that start? When does our value start? Okay. And you know, I was asked a question today in a, you know, at a conference, it said, you know, how much, how many hours do you put into a buyer agency or a buyer, you know, from start to finish? Well, if you're talking about how long I've been talking to buyers and educating buyers and doing all the things through YouTube, through whatever, it's a lot longer than, you know, hey, I want to buy a house. Now what? Now what? Now what? So we have to understand you know, what that hourly wage is, when it starts, I would start it at soon as that first lead comes in, where's that value? Boom, start demonstrating your value, but understand what it is. Here, Mr. Buyer, I have access to, you know, a great network. Here's some great lenders. Here's some great credit repair people. Here's a great financial advisor. Wherever that value starts and you start that conversation, you start connecting them with professionals that are going to help them get to their end goal. Well, that's where your job is started as a real estate agent, because here's the deal. If I'm connecting them with the lender, local lender who I know, like, and trust, who absolutely crushes it, and I know we'll get them to the table in the quickest time possible, depending on their timeline, versus, hey, I clicked on a couple buttons and I have this lender, and here you go, they say I'm approved for $2 million, and I don't even have to show them anything. Well, you know, at the end of the day, that's probably going to cost them a lot of money, no matter what, right? So... Um, because there's fees and hidden things and all the things with these le less reputable people that are out there, you know, doing, you know, clickbait kind of ads and things like that. So connecting them with the right people. Okay. If it's on the seller side, when does that start? Hey, your furnace is old. Here's an HVAC guy, wherever that value starts, start 
documenting what that looks like and the value you bring so that when you start to have that conversation about your commission, how you get paid, you can say, this is what I do. I do one through a hundred. Okay. And you know, we don't need that generic list out there of all the things that you do. Make it yourself, make it specific, make it personal to you and really dial in that value stack. Also, what happens after the transaction? Okay, especially on the buyer side, they now have this asset, right? If you watch my videos, you know what I believe in annual reviews and how I do them. But I, I get paid at the closing table, right? And I don't get paid again until they transact again. But I'm providing value throughout their entire time. I'm doing little, you know, items of value, little gifts, little leaf baskets bags here and you know some de-icer here for buffini people or whatever it is but think about all that value and think about as it pertains to them how is it how does it pertain to them and their asset that they're purchasing because if we can really dial in that value stack do all the things have all the hard conversations but if we can just lay it out there and say this is what it's like to work with me this is what it costs if you know you want to do something else, that's great, right? Go do that. Just on the listing side, hey, this is what I charge to list your house because I do XYZ, drone footage, videos, open houses, whatever you're going to do to market that property, listed in magazines, whatever it is, this is what I charge. Do you want it? Oh, no, you want to go with another brokerage that's only going to charge you a flat fee or something? Great, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But this is my professional services and this is what I charge for it. And this is how, how this works. And so if you have that value stack and it's dialed in, especially right now, as the interest rates are high and the market's down, now's the time to dial it in. Have the beautiful marketing, have everything that demonstrates that value. So you can use less words when having the conversation, show them the value, right? At the Wolfpack, we are huge on showing the value that we provide the agents that join us versus a lot of other organizations and brokerages that just tell you what they do, but it never comes to fruition. Look, this is what we do. This is our culture, et cetera. So we're dialing in that value stack. We're making that the way it goes. And then it's all about communicating it, right? How are you gonna communicate it? Make sure that you're showing up. Make sure that your value isn't just something that you put on a piece of paper. You gotta demonstrate it as we go and you absolutely take your career to the next level in a time where everyone else is scared. Everyone else is freaking out as myself. I'm like, okay, let's see if we can, we can make this really blow up, right? Let's see if I can take my value to buyers. I'm not abandoning them. I don't think that the buyer's agency will go away. If it goes away, it might just be for a little bit until something serious happens, but I'm going to help those buyers get into homes period, end of story, that's my job. Compensation may be different, but that's what I'm gonna do. And so I'm gonna work with them, I'm gonna help them, that's what I do. My mission is help people build wealth through real estate, so that's what I'm gonna show up and do. So everybody else can run to the listing side. I hate to tell you this, but since I got in the industry, it's been list or die, right? And now everyone's like, oh, we just need to go get listings and we'll be fine. Let me tell you something. People have been trying to get listing leads for a long, long time, and not even the major real estate marketing companies are very good at it. So what makes you think that, oh, buyer's agent commission's going away, I'm just going to go get all the listings. That's what we've said in this industry for, since day one. So 
Before you run away and abandon all the buyers, P.S., those buyers will eventually become sellers if you provide the right value. So that's maybe something that could adjust in your, you know, charges to them, especially if they are required to pay them, you know, once you get to the house and the seller isn't offering a co-op commission and so on. But think about that as the longevity of the relationship. Think about the, you know, referrals. And as you build your business, this is something to think about. Your book of business could be worth a lot more right now, depending on how you act right now in this moment. So I hope that helps as far as the value stack. And I think that's what we should be doing is building that value stack, getting creative and having those serious conversations. So as this kind of plays out, I will definitely update you guys. I hope this helped. Um, I hope that you understand and you had a moment where you hit that like button because I absolutely appreciate that. Please subscribe to my channel, the podcast as well as we do this. So if you're on the road, you're like, oh, Jeremy just dropped a video about, you know, his value or marketing or whatever you're looking at that I said that you liked, make sure you can catch that um, on the audio feed as well. Real estate agents, we're going to band together as a community. We're going to make sure that we are still providing value to the consumer and we will adjust and adapt as we did when when the listing booklets you know were no longer our sole possession as the internet came to fruition and all the different things during covid you can't even go into houses until you're under contract we adapted that was temporary this one might be a little bit longer but it's about adapting and overcoming and if we are panicked and freaked out we cannot adapt and think through things so if you have any questions, please let me know. I'd be happy to help you dial in your value stack. I will be creating a course that helps agents dial in their value stack. So if you're interested, I'm not sure of those details yet, subscribe to this channel. I for sure will be getting those out through my videos, through my emails as we go. If you're interested in the email list, definitely uh, opt into that below and let's move forward and let's understand that it's all gonna be okay. We'll talk to you soon.